Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live, and today we have a returning alumni and good friend, Naomi Grossman. Naomi, thank you for coming on here. Love the artwork in the background. How you doing? I'm well. How are you? I'm doing great. It's always a treat to talk to you, Naomi. You are a class A, just fun person to talk to. And uh, I know we have a limited time and I want to talk to you because you're always busy and you're always working and you have some great stuff coming out. Now, your latest release is, let me get this correct, it's a vampire romantic comedy now there's a mixture you don't see very often it's called bite me and it came out on february 8th on video on demand you play the character of chrissy of course very fun energetic uh so tell us about this movie and for fans wishing to see it tell tell them what it's all about well, uh, it was a good pitch. It's a vampire rom-com, um, a love story between a uh, real-life vampire and the IRS agent that audits her. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, when I say real-life vampire, I mean this is not like some mystical being that you know only goes out at night. These are actual real people that live in New York. And everywhere else in the world, apparently. Uh, but in this movie, they're in New York. Um, but, you know, th these are folks who claim that they get their their energy from blood. And that's what and I love about this, Phil. It's because the fact, and it's very well explained early on in the film, where uh, the people that come across on social media and on the streets of New York, you know, the coffin uh, mystique, and do you come out at night and haunt people. I love the fact that they took the vampire uh, mythology and they made them regular people just needing to drink blood to survive. Yeah, you know, Naomi McDougall Jones, who wrote this, and she also plays Sarah, yep. the, the star of the film. Um, I guess she was, she was working on the show Boardwalk Empire mm -hmm. and she got to talking to one of the background extras who, who uh, told her she is, in fact, a vampire. She actually does this. She yeah. drinks blood for energy. And, I mean, Naomi just was like, what? Like, tell me more. Fell down kind of a YouTube rabbit hole researching. And, um, yeah. And then, you know, like I said, it was sort of one of those fish out of water stories where she was like, what would be the oddest possible uh, ar arrangement, you know, the, the craziest couple ever. And uh, that's when she, you know, paired him, paired her with an IRS auditor. But it makes sense, you know, because these vampires have started a church, mm -hmm. the House of Twilight, mm -hmm. of which I am the uh, sort of the, the leader. firebrand leader. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy, the um, I'm, I'm, of course, her roommate and but kind of the, the boss of the, the, the show. You're sort and, of like the uh, matriarch. Yeah, um, but you know we're being audited because we're we've got all these expenses and we've got an expensive New York apartment to write off and um, and you know the IRS wants to <laughs> know all about this church <laughs> and take off and uh, well it works out for Chrissy exactly uh, you know IRS church to you know tax exempt status that's how those two meet and it takes off from there. You have some hysterical scenes in the movie itself. I found it, it was very enjoyable. Uh, 
how did you how did the script come your way well uh naomi mcdougall jones actually wrote the role with me in mind nice which is really flattering yeah i mean for a long time no one even wrote a post-it note for me so i was really <laughs> i you know i mean the the script held up on its own uh but then when she killed me with these compliments you know that that sealed the deal um they did a lot of uh you know um cable reads in new york before i was involved mm -hmm. and Naomi kept getting the, the note, you know, this the Chrissy character isn't quite working. And and Naomi always said, no, no, it's because Naomi Grossman isn't, isn't playing her yet. Um, so that was, again, very flattering. Although I was nervous, like, well, what if I can't live up to this idea of, you know, Naomi Grossman, like whatever that is. And um, I mean, but at the same time, like if I can't pull off Naomi Grossman, then who who can? Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. Uh, like I said, your character is very fun. The whole environment is very fun. Uh, you guys shooting in New York City, which is my old my old stomping ground. I love that. Uh, is this the first kind of romantic comedy slash vampire horror that you've ever done? Because they're I mean, not that many. It's out very there. specific. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely it's the only vampire there. horror I've done. Um, I I want to say I did a zombie. Uh, a prior, which is also, you know, a kind of a mm, comedy with a little slight horror, you know, a, a tinge of horror. Exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, you know, there haven't been a lot of rom-coms out there no. lately. Like, you know, since Nora Ephron died, we haven't seen much of anything like that. And we're used to seeing you doing a lot of dark stuff, especially in the American Horror Story franchise with Penny and then you revised a role in American Horror Stories, playing the one-eyed, I guess, protester that your character, it didn't end up well for you. So was yeah. this a, a nice change of pace for you? How do you feel uh, going into the comedic world and doing something lighthearted? Well, it was, it was nice because what people don't know about me is that I actually come from comedy. I mean, oh. No one knows that because no one saw that. No. <laughs> but uh, for many, many years prior to American Horror Story, I was at the Groundlings, which is a comedy theater in Los Angeles, where, you know, Will Ferrell, Lisa Kudrow, Phil Hartman, uh, uh, Melissa McCarthy, Kristen Wiig. I mean, you name it. Everybody on SNL. It's like an SNL factory. And that was my home for mm, six years. Um, apart from that, you know, I have a couple one woman shows that are primarily comedic, which I've, you know, toured around the world. I, I have a what what at one time was a very active YouTube channel, you know, all kind of comedy shorts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this was my chance to like really marry my two loves and you know comedy being my love and then horror what that loves me <laughs> exactly horror adopted you yeah i listen i'm i don't dislike horror by no, any no. means but it i definitely fell down a horror hole like i wasn't looking for it yeah it sort of came to you. Uh, now, you're not just an actress. You are very busy in and around entertainment. You've done a lot of producing. Uh, let's see, in 2019, Portal. Uh, you've done a lot of pr producing. 
uh, as your career is progressing, do you, is your passion to stay in front of the camera or do you want to start doing a lot more stuff behind the camera? I mean, it's to be in front of the camera that in, <laughs> I, in the, historically when I have produced, it's because it's just a method, it's a means to an end. I mm -hmm. haven't, <laughs> I, I've needed to produce in order for it to get done. And so, um, it's not that I'm trying to be a producer. I mean, in the case of Portal, honestly, I think the producer credit allowed me to be paid what I was uh, <laughs> worth. <laughs> um, and But, you know, in the case of, like, say, my solo shows, which I produced, that was just a labor of love, which it wasn't going to get done unless I did it myself. Mm -hmm. um, now that I'm, you know, have a little bit more of a name for myself, I, I, I'm hoping to not have to be that person that said i'm not bad at it like no. i'm pretty good I, I you know i i kind of get 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 stuff done and that's that's the producer's job so um i have had the um kind of underhanded compliment um uh oh my gosh you're like a you're almost you're a better writer than than actor that's what like, i was gonna ask next how about your writing you've written a lot of shorts and whatnot where does writing fit into the picture well, they're not wrong. I'm act I'm I'm a good writer, and I I don't mean to like you know give myself props for no, that. No, no, no. Um, but I think we're not used to actors with brains. You know, uh, for the most part, you know, actors gotta look good and you know just hit your marks and you know don't be late. And, you know, <laughs> so the fact that I'm actually an actor, like, with a brain, um, it, yeah, yeah, I can write, too. A lot so, of actors come in, like you said, do their work, and then it's off to the producers, um, and then move on to the next thing. Uh, when you get involved in a role in a character, is that how you work, uh, or do you like to be more involved in the development of the character you're going to play, and, and so on? I mean, I want to delve in as deep as I can be. Um, uh, you don't always get all that. There's not. Uh, there's not always a ton of time or or info. Um, you know, I mean, I huh, like there was the um, American Horror Story Apocalypse. My role switched overnight. Like I was mm -hmm. cast in what looked like one role. I Googled it. Turns out it was a real life Satanist from history. I got all excited. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this lady. Like just like I did Schlitzie as Pepper. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna do whatever her name was. I don't remember now. <laughs> then I went to the fitting and they're like, oh no, 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 no. You're not gonna be her. We'd have to fit you for for prosthetics. You know, you'd be like 95 years old right now, and you're not. And we're not going to do that. Oh, what so a bummer. you're just a random Satanist from history now. So it was like, oh, okay. but at the same time, then I had uh, the freedom to do really whatever I wanted. So um, I can't remember what the question was and how I came to answer it that way. But um, <laughs> well, let's move on to the next question. Your writing. Sure. What do you like to focus on when it comes to writing? Is there a specific genre that you like to write about? Yes. And it's embarrassing. I like to write about myself. Um, 
(laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not kidding. I am like the Taylor Swift of comedy uh, or like a solo performance. I, you know, I'm single and I, for whatever reason, I attract the freaks. Like even before freak show, Mm -hmm. I did a one woman show called Carnival Knowledge which was all like basically chronicled my misadventures dating in Los Angeles. And that's and a theater the show, right? That's a, yeah, that- a theater show. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's a whole menagerie of freaks. And, 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 and sadly that was 10 years ago, but they're still, I, I'm not done. Like I'm still single. I'm still meeting crazies like like, i can't get away i I, part of me is like is it me you know because i'm the one common denominator here but um yeah the fact is i i am a person who i i like a good story i'm a raconteur and there's uh, every now and then i'll find myself in a situation where i realize like i could you know, I could go right, and that would be like the normal thing to do. You know, the good, easy, predictable way to end the story. Or I could do a total like flip a bitch and like turn left and like see where this adventure goes. And that is invariably always the direction I go. It's also probably the reason I'm again still single. <laughs> you know, childless. Like without you know, there's a lot of like I don't have the 2.5 kids and a golden retriever and with the yard, like, but you know, I have an interesting life and it is uh, never boring. And I, I really believe that, I mean, I'm just to give you an idea. I remember once being um, um, pulled over for jaywalking um, and lied to the cop about my identity because, you know, you don't need a, ID'd across the street. So I I told him I didn't have a license, which was a lie, of course. But um, anyway, the the point is, I did this whole thing because I kind of I wanted to see how it it, how it would end. And later I contacted my cousin, who's a lawyer, who's like, "Um, it's going to end with you in jail. You're an idiot. (laughs) Like you crossed the street illegally. No big deal. You lied to a cop. Like (laughs) it's a felony. So um. I, I know for myself, like, I, again, I just kind of want to see how things end. So, uh, you know, there, uh, part of me is very Chrissy. Like, I'm, I got, you know, cojones on me. And I, you know, I... Leave I, it up to you to get pulled over for jaywalking. I've oh, yeah. <laughs> Three times! <laughs> Three times. That, that's just ridiculous. Now, you have uh, a big theater background um how important was that to where you are today oh i think it was very instrumental i uh i mean uh i i mean theater is my love that's my first love and um i i i prefer it even to film and tv um but uh the pay is definitely better in film and television. Oh yeah. Um, I I like as many eyeballs on me as possible, and obviously you can only fit so many in a theater as opposed to you know film film and TV, television, which yeah. is a, there's no limit. Uh, and 
well, frankly, I prefer sunny Los Angeles to freezing cold slash excruciatingly hot New York. Oh, so there you go. I'm a New Yorker. You just stabbed me in the heart. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I'm not saying I don't love New York. I'm just saying I don't love like February right now. You are you are freezing well, we're outside. Freezing our ass off right now. And we are at the beach. So it has nothing to do with the hustle and bustle of like downtown Manhattan where the world is moving at 100 miles per hour and you prefer the slow suburban because LA is not the suburbs, obviously. But it's. I wouldn't say slow suburban. I mean, I'm in the heart of it. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's no, you're right. Like, I don't, this is not Midtown Manhattan. No. This is yeah, you know West Hollywood is hardly Tribeca. However, I'm I'm just referring to the ability to stroll outside like in flip flops in February. It That's does, it. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter what time of the year you can go out, shorts, t-shirt. I got you. I understand. Uh, how do you feel that your career is American Horror Story has put you on the map uh, forever? You know, the character of Penny, who you have pictures of in the, in your background. Do you love Penny? I mean, has Penny become a part of you? Well, yeah, I have to correct you. It's Pepper. Pepper. I'm sorry. Uh, I no, keep okay. freaking but screwing Pe that Penny up. Penny was a different character. Yes. You know, American Horror Story fans are m meticulous. They know their facts. Yes. And yes. so they'll be like, Penny. Penny was played by Grace Gunner, uh, you know, um, Meryl Streep's daughter. So, um, yes. So how do you Pepper, feel with Pepper? I mean, <clears throat> I love her. She's, you know, she bought me this house, you know, which is no small thing, you know, in West Hollywood. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> as expensive as Midtown Manhattan or Tribeca. So, um, no, I mean, that's why she gets her own room. And, um, yeah, I mean, she's so special. And working with uh, Ryan Murphy, uh, would you say you and Ryan Murphy have become close over the years? I mean, he, he's like an icon. He's he's kind of the, um, you know, Wizard of Oz. Not that he's not real. Oh, yeah, I know. But you know what I mean? He's yeah. like this mystical... <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I mean, close. That's he does. He's he just does so many things. Uh, so many. Yeah, I mean, I once. think that's hard to. Uh, you know, who knows? I'm sure probably Sarah Paulson can can say that. Maybe Evan Peters, but you know, at the fact the fact is, he's just doing so many things. He's. I mean, what isn't he producing right now? And so, you know, getting close. Like he, you know, we're obviously close enough that he keeps calling me, and that's. That's what matters. Exactly. Uh, you have definitely, you are a part of the American Horror Story. Now, stories, uh, family, uh, forever. Speaking of stories, uh, you were in an episode. Uh, how do you feel about the spinoff? Do you like the concept of what they did instead of uh, a season anthology, an episodic anthology? Yeah, I mean, it's yet another Ryan Murphy show for me to potentially star on so i'm thrilled with it um i think the idea is really fun i think um you know kind of like american horror story it was like if you didn't like a season meh wait for next year like no big deal like if you don't like an episode 
you can watch next week. No exactly. week, you know, it's, it's a less of an investment, you know. Um, I and so yeah, I, I I think it's fun. I um, you know, like I said, some of the episodes I like better than others. Um, I personally, of course, I'm biased, but I I quite like my episode. Um, you know, but Which you got uh, to work also, with uh, Adrian Barbeau. Yes, that must have been a treat. Totally. Also, Eduardo Sanchez, who is the um, uh, he directed the original Blair Witch Project. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's huge. So yeah, there were, it was it was very special. It was a, it was fun to be you know back but in like a different context you know people would ask me like oh is this your fourth season then and i was like mm, this is the first season but they're right like it's sort of it's all one family it's, exactly exactly yeah now since the horror community has embraced you and you know how devoted the horror community is with the, the people they embrace you have, uh, you know, they've embraced you. They love you. They, they you're part of the, the horror family. Moving forward in acting, uh, beyond horror, what is it that you would like to do acting wise that you have not had a chance to do yet? Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> um, well, first off, I should say, I want to be like a Betty White. Like I want to be 99 years old you know, and, and, and still and, acting, and acting. Yeah. still at it. Yeah. So, and I'm going to need to be because I've got so much I want to do and I'll start here. I want to be, um, I don't know if you're familiar with the Spanish filmmaker, Almodovar. No. Um, he's, he's a total outdoor, uh, granted, if you're not familiar with like, you know, Spanish cinema, maybe less on your radar, but he's done, you know, Tie me up, tie me down. Uh, uh, women on the verge of a nervous breakdown. I mean, he's he's yeah. yeah. Uh, go to the foreign film section at your video store and go to town. Um, I would love to be a creature on Guillermo del Toro's one of his movies. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it turns out uh, Mikey Hill, who's a makeup artist who does all of his creatures, actually is partially responsible for me being cast as Pepper. So um, I've got a, got a little bit of an in. Um, I would, I'd love for one of my one woman shows to uh, be adapted as a scripted series, a la Fleabag. Um, I would love to be, uh, I would love to be on a long running series, like uh, Orange is the New Black. Yeah. Where, you know, that's, that where I get to really sink my teeth into these characters and, and you know, and live with them for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm particularly a series like that, which is like, it's a comedy one year and then it's a drama the next, you know exactly. what I mean? It's like, it's a dramedy. It's, it's big over the top characters, but living like really grounded, um, real pathos. Huh. Um, I would love to play some real life characters. I'd love to do like Gilda Radner, you know, like yeah. she she has again that duplicity. She's she does like hilarious sketch comedy, but she's also, you know, had cancer and like an eating disorder and like had some real drama in her life. Yeah. Um I mean, I'd love to play Hillary Clinton. I'd love to play Ghislaine Maxwell. Like these are women with like 
darkness and secrets and 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 pathos. I, yeah. I, I, I like, yeah. That is so, so awesome. Uh, we're out of time. I know you have another commitment. Just one last question. You've done voiceover work as well. Do you enjoy doing voiceover? You know, I haven't done as much as I would like. It's a hard gig mm-hmm. to get, quite honestly. Um, I think just everybody wants to work in their jammies. Um so, you know, pe- people are willing to work for very little, like big names are, you're, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, I, uh, I, I do quite like it. Um, I, I just, I haven't done as much as I'd like. I, okay. I did some voices for the mafia game last year. Uh, there was the new I don't, definitive series or yeah. something, yeah. which was fun. I, I played like a Chicago you know, house, a um, mob wife, you know, I got to get yeah, thrown out of a car, you know, going five miles an hour, 20 miles an hour, 40 miles an hour. You know, it's fun to like, you to do, do that. You know, like you're literally like having to imagine like, oh, how would you, how would you scream going, you know, <laughs> 10 miles an hour more? <laughs> you do that New York accent pretty well, pretty well. I got to give well, you that props. Was, that was supposed to be Chicago, but I can do it in New York. <laughs> you do it pretty well. Uh, Naomi, thank you so much. Guys, the movie's called Bite Me. It's available on your video on demand platform of choice. It's a romantic comedy vampire movie. Uh, check it out. Naomi's a blast. The movie's a blast. You'll definitely enjoy it. Naomi, thank you so much for being our guest. I'm sure you'll be back on sometime in the near future again. Uh, thank you to our audience. On behalf of Naomi Grossman and myself, stay safe and stay walking. Good night, everybody. <laughs>